0: When I was Buddhist, I was taught to not love the things of this world in order to limit the suffering and pain I would experience. But I ended up having demonic experiences that Buddhism just could not help me with. Real life starts now.
1: This is Real Life Radio Show with on I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt... Dare. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life. There's no reason for me to be here.
0: Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill
1: you. One solution God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, On Le. Hi, this is Evangelist On Le. Welcome to the Real Life Radio Show we're going to talk to real people who had real problems but found answers in a real God. Today, we'll be talking about the demonic realm and how that plays out in someone's life for real and what it looks like to be tormented by demons. I know, I know, many wonder if demons are just folklore or fairy tales or maybe simply mental illness. But according to scripture, demons are real beings that are fallen angels that are now against God, His kingdom, and they want to kill, steal, and destroy in people's lives. We're about to have Abizit Vriya, whose name is also I. He was a former Buddhist who today has found Christ as his savior. He's going to tell us why he decided to leave generations of Buddhism in his family to today becoming a Christian. Ai, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's good to be here. It's a blessing to be here. Thanks, on. Awesome. I, it's great having you on our show. Again, it's great to have another fellow Asian Christian brother. Amen. <laughs> Amen. You know, I love it because, you know, I'm Vietnamese and I also grew up from a background of Vietnamese style Buddhism. Now, did you grow up in Thailand?
0: Yeah, I actually grew up here in the States. Okay. My parents were from Thailand and oh. being born here, but, you know, growing up in the Thai household, the Thai culture and the religion was
1: kind of emphasized to me at an early age. I see. So kind of like me, born in the States, but then your parents were very, you know, Thai. Right. uh, Basically. from. from, Okay, cool. So tell me about the version of Buddhism that you followed. It's Theravada Buddhism that you grew up with. Tell me a little bit about that.
0: Right. So most Thais will practice the Theravada Buddhism. And in this Buddhism, it's very traditional to what the Buddha taught mm. and essentially what he's teaching is that he acknowledges that there's suffering in the world yeah there's something wrong with the world and the way he came about kind of resolving that is to limit the attachments you have to this world interesting For example yeah if you look at monks you know they have the orange robe they shave their heads it's so that they're not attached to material things like how they look with their hair or the clothes that they wear right and by limiting attachments when those things are taken from you there's minimal suffering, right? Wow. And then along with that is the meditation. So it's almost like being present in the moment, uh, training your mind so that it's not swaying this way and that. And it's all it's like a philosophy to limit the suffering in this world.
1: And so you're doing this though, like you really believe this when you're a young man. That kind of owning things or just liking and loving things of this world, you're trying not to. Was that kind of hard? Because I mean, like you know, you're living in America. yeah yeah you know so that's kind of hard right did you have some conflict growing up like that tell me a little bit about that
0: definitely so I started off as a kid it's almost like oh that's the nice philosophy but in practicality (laughs) you know I have things that I want I want toys I want food I want these things right so it's something that was in the background I understood it and it's almost like if you're really serious you're going to become a monk right if you really want to detach from things then you'll be a monk wow and that's kind of the way I grew
1: up yeah Now, tell me a little bit, though, in this type of Buddhism that you lived with, was Buddha considered to be a god?
0: Traditionally,
1: no, because, again, the Theravada
0: Buddhism doesn't emphasize the spiritual realm or the spiritual world. Mm. But in Thai culture and in Thailand itself, you'll see that the people are very open to the spirits, Mm. the spirit realm. They'll have the spirit houses they'll give incense to spirits right and and really the term for it i've heard is called folk buddhism yeah it's basically where the traditional buddhism you know coming out of india mixed with the local animistic religions in the area and so you get a blending of the traditional teachings with this reality that the spirit realm is real so how do we engage with the spiritual world and the buddhism kind of adapted to that
1: interesting so did your family kind of adapt to that as well
0: Uh, Yeah, for sure. Just for one example, if we were to take a flight, if we're going to Thailand, make sure you pray to the Buddha before we go for protection and things like that. You know, things that you don't think about, you say, oh, it's just normal. But when I studied Buddhism teachings, it's like, well, it doesn't kind of match up (laughs) what's emphasized in the Buddhist teachings.
1: Wow. Well, so it's kind of fascinating, just kind of looking at it from outside in, from hearing what you said, that you did special things for Buddha, like statues, right? In your home. That's kind of my understanding. Right. And like incense and offerings were given to these statues, almost like as if Buddha was a god. Tell me a little about that, because it's like Buddha wasn't a god, but then at the same time, people would treat him like a god.
0: Right. I guess it goes back to that folk Buddhism and mm. the practices that we adopted in the Thai culture.
1: What about for you, in your mind? Was he kind of like God? Exactly. For me, yeah, it was without necessarily putting the
0: language to it. I was thinking, well, obviously, if I'm praying to this Buddha statue, Buddha can hear me and answer my prayers. So, you know, there was that aspect of I'm praying to a higher being.
1: Yes, definitely. So you're expecting him. Right. He was all powerful. Right. Yeah. Like he was going to move on your behalf. Even though the original teaching said that it wasn't, but then people were doing this. Right. And we know that this is true, and this is what people are into. This is fascinating. Now, I understand that in Theravada Buddhism, there's a strong belief in spirits and even evil spirits. I understand that you grew up with some fear of spirits that were in your life. Tell me about how that understanding came to be.
0: Right. So with the Theravada Buddhism, though it doesn't talk about necessarily spirits, the reality was always there. And so for me personally... When I was about 12 is when I began having spiritual encounters in my home. Really? That would be things like hearing voices, doors closing by themselves. And so from that young age, I was aware that there's something that I cannot see with my physical eyes. Interesting. And that kind of continued throughout my life where I was aware that there was more than what I could see.
1: Wow. Including with encounters with these evil spirits. Was it just you or was it like your parents also understanding this phenomenon happening or like maybe your friends and family? Tell me a little about that.
0: Yeah. So one, I have a younger brother. He experienced the same things that I did. And, you know, at that age, we had to comfort one another because our parents didn't quite believe that we were experiencing these things. Although my mom herself, you know, she would tell me stories from when she was younger, where she encountered some strange things spiritually. Wow. My Thai American friends, they would experience things as well. So again, it was just a reality for us.
1: So it was just like, this is what goes on. And it's part of life, right? This is just what goes on. Yeah, this is what happens. (laughs) Yeah. Now, when you got older, though, you started experiencing anxiety and depression. And I understand you sought the way out of it by diving even deeper into Buddhism, like where it's no longer cultural, but it started becoming your journey. Tell us about that.
0: Yeah, those symptoms of depression, anxiety began probably late in my high school time, but also more pronounced in my college undergrad years. Mm. And that, like you said, it drove me to really find answers, not only to the anxiety and depression, but also the spiritual reality. I need to find answers. So that drove me deeper into my Buddhism journey.
1: Wow. So, like, here you go. You're looking for these answers. Now, you said that you were looking for some of the spiritual. Did some of these evil spirit phenomena happening in your life, were they increasing or something like that during this time? Yeah.
0: At the time when the anxieties
1: were happening,
0: I wouldn't say it was increasing. Mm. It just was constant where like it wouldn't happen every day or anything like that. But it just regularly almost remind me that, hey, it's still there. Right. So that I just need to find answers. And for me, growing a Buddhist, I've sought answers in and through
1: Buddhism. Now, describe some of these original feelings you're having with anxiety and depression. Like, just going back, what do you remember one of the days where you started realizing, hey, I have a real problem here?
0: Yeah, I remember just wanting to be in bed like four hours. Mm. And also just having my anxiety kind of manifested as these, I just call them disturbing thoughts because it was almost like a fear of something bad happening to a loved one or to myself. So I was actually diagnosed with obsessive compulsive disorder, which is OCD. And the reason they diagnosed it that way was because these anxious thoughts of something bad is going to happen would occur like this. It would be like, if you don't do X, you know, whether it be just screaming at the top of your lungs in this very moment, then something bad is going to happen really? to your parents or your loved one. And so even though I knew like logically that doesn't make sense, I was like, well, just in case I just give in and just do what I felt prompted to do.
1: Whoa. And if I
0: didn't, I would still have anxiety and that would kind of cripple me in a way where you know, maybe me late for things. And I just knew that this is not right. So
1: wow, I was caught up in my head a lot. And there were times where bad things did happen in your life and you interpreted it as like, this could happen any moment. Like there's this deep fear inside that was living inside of you. Is that right?
0: Yeah. I, mean, I can't remember like offhand, just something actually happening, but it was more the fear of what if, Wow, you know, like what if my parents died in right. an accident I because see. I didn't listen to this voice, you know? <laughs> so that's kind of the <laughs> crippling thing.
1: Wow. Hey, that's definitely a very deep spiritual thing here. Let's stop here. I This is fascinating what you're telling us about, especially because this is very contrasted with your belief in Jesus today. So, I want to hear how all this happened in the next show. Thank you so much for sharing with us a portion of your past today. We are truly learning so much. You're welcome. Again, thanks for having me. Don't go anywhere. Let's contrast this a little bit with what ancient scriptures in the Bible say about this very situation right after the break. Listen, my friend, you are in a spiritual battle, and there's a spiritual battle right now for the soul of our nation. The Bible says we overcome the power of the enemy by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimonies. And friend, I need your help spreading this show to all 50 states all across the USA, and that takes money to broadcast in each city. You can help by being a stable monthly giver of our ministry, Awakening the Nations. We are a ministry who's committed to preaching the gospel all across the world. Partner by going to awakeninthenations.com and we believe America shall be saved. Welcome back to the show. We're going to go deeper into what you just heard. So what do you think about this? Now, I know you're wondering what this testimony has to do with the understanding of the idea of being tormented by demons. But you're going to learn more about how I was tormented by demons. And he believes that the gateway was through his worship in Theravada Buddhism. Now, how could that happen? Well, in Theravada Buddhism, Buddha is not God. But I was bowing down and worshiping statues of Buddha as if he were God. Listen, did you know we were designed to worship God? And if we worship, what happens is our hearts and our spirits open up to whatever thing that we worship. There's an way that's literally opening up and things at that point spiritual can move in and out. It's written in ancient scriptures in the Ten Commandments for mankind not to bow down to any other gods. Let me show you. It says in Exodus 22 through 6, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt Out of the house of bondage you shall have no other gods before me you shall not make for yourself a carved image any likeness of anything that is in heaven or above that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth you shall not bow down to them nor serve them for i the lord your god am a jealous god you see why is this act invoking god's jealousy that's because god is real and he wants to be the one to inhabit our spirits Father God, I'm praying for revelation, Lord. Help us understand that you, Lord Jesus, are the true and pure light whom we need to worship, who we were designed to worship. We worship you right now, Lord. We praise you. We honor you. We ask you, Lord, to come into our lives. We ask for this in Jesus' mighty name. I hope you were blessed by this testimony, and I know that your life was touched. If you have a testimony to share or know someone who does and would like to share it on our
0: show, go to AwakeningTheNations.com and click Guest Audition on the top menu. See you next time.